Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, the only TV and film podcast we're pretty sure, period. Pretty sure. Certainly the only one that brings you the best, the brightest, the strangest, the sexiest TV shows and films available to stream right from your home. In an ocean of streaming content vying for your attention, we are your lighthouse, your beacons of broadcast, your curators of content. Beautiful. Keep crushing it, man. Mm, that's what I do, baby. I'm a professional. Every day I look at you and I think you is grown. Mm. <laughs> you is better. <laughs> I'm just a blossoming flower. When we first started this uh, podcast, you were but a babe. And now you are a man. Now I'm now I'm a tween. I don't know why I started saying like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I a little bit of Arnold in there. Puberty. Oh, it's not it's not a tumor. It's a it's a boner. What? Fine. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. That was good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, baby. Uh, we are happy to be here again. Tonight is a very special episode. We're going to be talking about our uh, most anticipated TV and film projects of 2022. And uh, we got an extra special treat about the, the method by which we're going to convey those things we're excited about. Uh, so it should be fun. Nice little fun little low stakes episode where we're just looking forward to things that due to COVID probably won't happen this year. We're easing back into the year. It's 2022. We mm. had a, you know, the world had a rough 2021. It's probably going to be more of the same this year. So let's just take it easy, my man. Yeah, this is cautiously probably, optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably going to be the rise of Skywalker of 2020, right? The end of the trilogy. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The dead speak. Oh, no. Are there any good third movies other than Lord of the Rings? Uh, John Wick. Okay. Yeah. Um, There has to be more than that. Yeah, there definitely has to be some, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like. Third Jurassic Park sucked. Yeah. Uh, The third Dark Knight movie wasn't great. Dark Knight Rises is better than people think. But after the Dark Knight, it's like. Sure. It's my third favorite one of the trilogy right yeah <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtles three they go to the japan that movie's terrible they go to the japan, <laughs> the japan. <laughs> and they, get, and they wear the little hats on their turtle heads no oh, yeah. Ooh, don't say turtle head <laughs> turtle heads <laughs> and you're right there's i guess there really isn't that many third movies in a sequel or a trilogy that nail it rocky three Oh, Rocky Three is pretty Rocky dope. Rocky Three is pretty dope. I'm pity the fool. You a paper champ, Rock? That's the one with uh, Mr. T, right? Yeah, yeah. You a paper champ? We're him and Apollo team up. Fun fact: that's the only Rocky movie I've seen. <laughs> really? Yeah. Rocky wow. Three is the only Weird. one. You haven't yeah. seen Best Picture winning Rocky One? No, I haven't. I've oh. only seen Rocky Three, and I don't even really remember what the circumstances were that led to that happening. We have to go on a Rocky marathon for the show soon. We should. We should. If you want to see that, just let us know on Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, you can support the show financially by buying pictures of my feet on what? OnlyFans or. A jar of Steve's farts. <laughs> or you can go to patreon.com slash streaming things and come become a subscriber, a patron of our show at multiple different financial tiers. T-I-E-R-S. There are no T-E-A-R-S on this show. God damn it. Um, and uh, we really would appreciate you to do that. And you can get some extra bonus content. Vote on what kind of things we're going to be watching. Yeah. Uh, we recently had a poll, a P-O-L-L. It's important to spell and just be clear mm-hmm. when there's what's yeah. it called when it sounds the same, but it's two different words. Andy, uh, um, similar, a homma, homily, homily. homily. Okay. Yeah. Whenever there's a homily, I like to spell it out for him. It's good. Um, it's good. 
Yeah, we recently had a poll for what we're going to watch next, and it was Clerks, yeah. Showgirls, or Face Off. Face Off. Yeah. And uh, Steve, you want to announce the winner? The winner of the Patreon poll, which by will, knockout, by knockout, which will result in the Patreon exclusive bonus episode you can only find on our Patreon, and that will be our deep dive into. Kevin Smith's classic Clerks. Yes. Andy is three for three on his nominees. Mm-hmm. I, I know what the people want. You clearly do. <laughs> I have gotten zero votes both times, I think. <laughs> uh, I do not know. No, what the I think want. you, you, Human Centipede might have got a Human Centipede yeah, that, got a vote. That was, yeah. that, that was pretty close. That we almost had a three way tie. Yeah. For, for a hot second, that, that poll was tied three ways, I think, for like a split second. I really, I've never seen Human Centipede. I thought the people would want us to experience that. But the- well, I think the implied thing is a lot of people vote on these movies and perhaps watch them on their own so that when they listen to so our they don't episode, want to do that to themselves. Yeah, maybe right. they're like, oh, I don't want to see Human Centipede. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> well, they're but, clearly not adventurous. But people saw the poll this month and were like, oh, dude, Clerks? I haven't seen that in a while. Mm-hmm. It was pretty close. So I think, so we have 11 Patreon subscribers. Only five of you voted, which is weird. You sons of bitches. Uh, so three, there were three votes for uh, Clerks and two votes for Face Off. You know, the movie where Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. takes his face off. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, if you would also like to become a Patreon member, please do because not only do you get the bonus episodes, not only do you get to participate in the polls, but you get these shout outs on the free show, which we would do right now. And like we said, there's only 11, you know, you could still be an early adopter. You could be on the, this is grassroots shit, right? Yeah. This is uh, Bill this, Gates in the late 90s talking about the internet level, right? This is a grassroots movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I immediately thought of Bernie Sanders when he said grassroots. So, we're, yeah. We're once again requesting your financial support. Exactly. Yeah. But thank you to our current Patreon members, Phil. Happy oh. New Year, Phil. Happy New Year, Carmelita. Thank you for your support. Carrie. What can I say about Carrie that hasn't been said? Happy New Year, Carrie. Enza, do you guys celebrate New Year over where you're from? Do you have New Year's? Do you have New Year's over there? <laughs> um, and of course, thank you, Cake. Thank you, Cake. We love we love you, Cake. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much, Daniel. Happy New Year's to both of you. Thank you, Jimmy. You James. know, f- former person on the show. Thank you, Sarah. Happy New Year to you. Hey, Sarah, Sarah. Happy New Year to E. Lopez. I don't have a song that has E. Lopez in it. And a very happy new year to my sweet, sweet, sweet boy, Kyle. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, spelled with a Y. It is. <laughs> How else do you spell? K-I-L-E. <laughs> <laughs> this one is, again, I'm, I'm on a spelling kick today. So go to patreon.com slash streaming things and become a member. And you too can hear your vo- your name spoken by possibly probably my voice on the show. And if you don't, you know, you don't have the extra, the cash laying around to throw at yet another podcast. And we're not as important as the other podcasts that you currently financially support. We understand we're hurt by that, but we understand you don't want to pick up a second job because time's already limited. And, and you know, all of that makes sense to us. So here's a way that you can support us. I meant to bring this up last time without spending any money whatsoever. If you're listening to this episode on Apple podcasts, it's very simple to, to rate and review the show. You can just click five stars, for instance, uh, just as an example, and then write, I fucking love the show. I bet Chris is super handsome. Steve sounds okay. Or something. You know, I'm just throwing just out Just don't even here. mention me, please. <laughs> Andy's super Andy's hung. just mid, right? Uh, <laughs> you can do that. But here's what's even more important. This is a new feature. If you're listening to this show on Spotify, the ability to rate a podcast 
is only like a few weeks old. So we have yeah. an opportunity to kind of hang with the Titans. And if you jump on this, seize this moment. If you carpe diem this opportunity for us, carpe these days. Go to Spotify, rate the show five stars just as an example and we might have an opportunity to be bumped in the algorithms with the big boys because up until a few weeks ago you couldn't rate any of the podcasts on there Um, that would actually be extremely helpful so helpful in fact that i'm willing to do what i am about to do gosh darn it oh if you rate the podcast you can spotify on spotify spotify yes you can screenshot that you are doing so and then you can take that screenshot and you can add us on Twitter at StreamThingPod or at me at C. Michael Wrights or email it to StreamingThingsPod at gmail.com. That screenshot that you have done so. You will be immediately entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. A $100. A hundred bones? Amazon gift card. And let me, let me guys, I'm going to throw you in a little secret, a little hack. I've done this multiple times in the last five or six years, twice on this show, some for other shows that were so successful we stopped doing them. <laughs> a lot of people don't participate in these like little contests that we do. Some people do, but not as many as you would think. And so that your your chances of winning are as the the robot in 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 Rogue One as he says very high. Okay? Extremely high odds to win this. So, if you could do that, you help yourself out, help us yeah. out. What do you guys think about that? You like 100 bones? Yeah, 100. That, that's a lot of bones. That is a lot of bones. I'm going to enter just in one of my side emails y'all don't know about. <laughs> that way you can, that way, you, uh, sure. Thank you, Inkwell Verbal. <laughs> so Andy most days wrote in. Andy and, is not mid at gmail.com is our second contestant. It's average, guys. <laughs> so yes, yeah, screenshot your review in Spotify and uh, email that to us or tweet us and uh, you'll be entered to win. When will we announce the winner? I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of money. It's at my whim. I would imagine let's give them till February 1st. So you get the rest of the month. Yeah. There's right. plenty of time. We're going to, we can announce it the next few weeks. Yeah. Post about it on Twitter, things like that. I think that's about all the business for today. What do you guys think? Mm. You ready to fucking get rocking? I, I, I love rocking. Mm. All right. That brings us to our first and loveliest segment. Crossing streams. <laughs> Crossing Streams is the segment where each week we talk about the films and TV shows and sometimes random other nerd adventures that we've been uh, delving into since last we met. So you can keep apprised of our goings on. Maybe it wasn't worth a whole episode. Maybe it's worth just a little piece. Just a little piece. All piece. Just crossing. This is really a, the segment of side pieces, is mm-hmm. what we're saying. You mm-hmm. got a side piece, you bring it up here, or a side quest if you're into RPG games. You Huzzah! Know, you're, you're just gallivanting along, and then uh, a strange villager wanders up. And somebody took my timepiece, and it belonged to my grandfather. Can you find it? That's this segment. Mm, I will give you ten XP. <laughs> they, just, they just blatantly say that. <laughs> Uh, we should have we should make an overly honest video game. <laughs> I will give you 10 XP and waste two hours. You should hurry up. Your wife is yelling at you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So what have you guys been watching this week, Andy? So, as you guys know, I have been watching a hell of a lot of Harry Potter backwards for some reason. So you've been watching so much Harry Potter. He's now Harold Potter. So much Harold Potter. Exactly right. <laughs> 17, 17 years later, all was well. Um, so 
I finished my rewatch of all of the movies. I believe I've already said that. And then so I did, did you my, finish my on the first one? But on the first Chamber oh, of Secrets? Yeah, I, I watched Chamber of Secrets and Philosopher or Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, Sorcerer's Stone. Philosopher's Stone for, you know, the super nerds out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So yeah, I finished those. I watched all the Crimes of Grindelwald stuff. But I just watched the Harry Potter reunion special. Aww. It is called Harry Potter 20th Anniversary Return to Hogwarts. And I just looked at that title and I went, I am old. <laughs> I am so old. It's a little bit of a misnomer, though, because it really, it's only been like, what, eight years since Deathly Hallows Part 2? Um, around that. Uh, probably 10. Yeah, I'd say about 10. Because it was like 2011, because I was still at the movie theater in Florence when I think that came out. No way. It was 2011 or 2012. No yeah. way. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. <laughs> no Okay, Andy's looking it up. Let's see. Deathly Hallows. I remember dressing up as... Uh, you dressed up? I Well... I love you so much. Well, Miss Dobby? I was working, and I had to manage the line outside, so I dressed up like like pretty much Mickey Mouse from... Uh, what was the... You made when, fun of the... I remember the story. Yeah. You just made fun of everybody. I didn't make fun of everybody. I just got into a really s- super... Was I was in. Professor Fabulous, and I'm like, who wants to see Harry Potter? <laughs> Come, amazing. my children. Butter beer for all. <laughs> Dude, I miss that so much. You guys read the books as they came out, right? I did. Yeah. So do you remember like the big lines outside of like borders and stuff? And mm-hmm. Yeah, they talked about it the, in the documentary. The t-shirts like uh, Snape is good and Snape is evil and shit like that. Everybody Team Jacob. All that it stuff. Was so much fun and I miss it. And so, yeah, this uh, Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts. It was 2011, by the way. So Steve was right. Cha-ching. Wait. Wow. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> But yeah, time flies is my point. It, yes. it was just such a wonderful nostalgia trip to uh, see the, the gang back together again. And um, I, there are big famous actors now, except for Rupert Grant. I mean, he does like some TV shows and stuff, but like, I think he's got stuff in the works now, he's but he's definitely the, the least working. Sure. But sure. probably the most like family oriented and happy. Right. Right. Yeah. So there wasn't like this big like, oh, my God, there they are things like I just watched Guns Akimbo like a week ago. Yeah. So it's like seeing Daniel Radcliffe with a beard didn't blow my mind. You know what I mean? But um, it was just a lot of fun to see everybody come back uh, to see like uh uh, Hagrid. Uh, I, I talked to Chris about it a little bit and it's crazy how many people have passed away that were in those movies, like tons, like 30 something of them. Really? Which is wild. Yeah. yeah. I know there's like, uh, the original Dumbledore, um, Mr. Dursley, uh, Mr. Dursley's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dursley oh, died. Bummer. Hero. Continue to bum stage. me out. <laughs> I don't want to. Alan Rickman. Out. Yeah. I want to yeah. Alan Rickman. Helen yeah. McCrory. Wasn't there one of the, didn't one of the kids pass away? Like one of the bully kids. Or am I thinking of a different? No, I think you're right. Um, was it? The, uh, he got in like a bunch of trouble. I don't know if he died. Oh, okay. one of his career yeah, died. Crabber Goyle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember which one, but yeah, his career's done. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, and as far as the reunion special itself is, it was pretty good. Um, it was kind of billed differently than what it ultimately was because in, in the, uh, trailers and stuff for it you see like everybody's back in the great hall and look there's you know everybody's there and there there that was essentially just like the opening where it's like oh look it's um uh ron's ron's dad uh arthur weasley he's on the hogwarts express i'm like oh that's neat and you see everybody getting their letters and stuff and i thought that it was going to be more of like a revisiting the sets and talking with uh all the actors and stuff. And it was that a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it was very much a COVID affected special. So, um, everything was broken. They 
and I, I guess it makes sense because there's a lot of people in those movies, but it's broken down into, okay, it's the main three kids together. And now for some reason, here's uh, the kid that played Draco and Dean and Neville together. And they're chatting a little bit. Tom Fel- Felton, uh, Tom Felton, uh, Matthew Lewis. And I can't remember the guy's name that played Dean. Uh, but anyway, I, I remember my experience being like, I, I can objectively tell that this is mid tier. This is, very eh, done right very poorly done everybody kind of seems like they're giving canned written responses to the questions and right you, you know they went over it multiple times before the cameras turned on but because of the all of the the phenomenal talent that was lost to the world and died since then i was in tears the entire time some of it was was nostalgia but that was it wasn't well done enough to pull at those heartstrings mm-hmm. but it was just as soon as they showed alan rickman and then showed uh, you know, a, a couple actors with tears in their eyes talking about him and like what a legend it was to to work with him. Uh, then I was just weeping the entire rest of watching this with my wife. So yeah. uh, pretty crazy. And I never thought about it, but like, of course, this is true. But like when they were little kids and they're all from, you know, Europe, um, they are with titans of the British stage oh, and yeah. screen. Like so many and, and they massive, joked, massive names. They joked about how they had no idea. They were just like, dur, 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 I have a wand. And there's like Alan Rickman <laughs> and Michael Gamden and just all these people that are just so legendary where they're from. Gary Oldman, yeah. Maggie yeah. Smith. Yeah. 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 Ma- oh, Maggie Smith shit. Yeah. Gary Oldman was the one where like, uh, so he showed up in the uh, third movie. And so now they're teenagers and they're quote unquote actors now. Like they're not right. just kids anymore that happen to get cast. They're like trying to be serious and stuff and so when gary oldman was in it they're like oh fuck be cool that's gary Oldman." <laughs> you know what i mean so that that's a lot of fun um there were a couple of big names that were missing from it uh mm-hmm. the big one being michael gamden not having uh dumbledore in your harry potter reunion is pretty wild to me uh and i'm sure he had his reasons you know what i mean covid is very much still a thing and mm-hmm. so Could some of these COVID. people just opted out there was robert also pattinson wasn't in it the yeah robert pattinson wasn't in it there's the massive elephant in the room that is she who must not be named um jk rowling they use her they use footage from an interview she did in like 2019 so awkward and it's so weird and like it pops up in the top right like filmed in 2019 it's <laughs> yeah. like filmed before we knew yeah like <laughs> oh you knew back in 2019 too but uh yeah she fucking like it, it's so weird like they should have just either used her or not used her at all but to have that like okay we just want to have her in there some but we're not actually going to film it mm-hmm. like it just felt weird that is weird um i mean that is a hard position to be in too. Yeah, for sure <laughs> you know there she fucking created this world never mind what you think about her politics this is a separate the art and artist moment and i could see the the producer i could just picture the producer and like the editor 90% done with this project. Scrolling Twitter with a glass of wine one night. JK Rowling. Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> Cut her out. Cut her out. <laughs> it happened again with the trailer for Secrets of Dumbledore. The day that trailer went down and they like paid to have it be promoted on Twitter and stuff. She went on another rant and it's like, holy fuck. It yeah. had to be today. Right. You know, I yeah, it's crazy. JK, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? You can just not say things. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Today is Secrets of Dumbledore Day. Yeah. It was a big Do deal. you want to make money? <laughs> right. Zip it. Yeah. Wasn't she a billionaire? I watch she is a when you're a billionaire, you kind of lose all objective reasoning. My favorite part of the reunion, uh, I do have to say, was uh, Helena Bonham Carter. 
Yeah. Oh, she's so fun. Wasn't she like the most genuine yeah. one that had like, you know, like a genuine insight as to what filming was like. And, mm-hmm. and the other actors talking about her, like Gary Oldman and uh, who was it? It was the guy who played uh, Lucius Malfoy, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a famous Isaac. actor. I'm just fucking. Jason Isaac. Jason Isaac. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about how because she's Helena Bottom Carter, they hired her specifically because she's kind of a loose cannon. And, um, you know, it's. She's married to Tim Burton, right? She's a goofball. And uh, so she was allowed to ad lib and do whatever she wanted and like shriek and laughter or go running around, even if that wasn't in the script. And he was like, it was so frustrating. I just <laughs> wanted her to shut the fuck up. But it's she's what she's doing is wonderful. But right. me trying to do what I'm doing is very frustrating. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to control the scene and she's going crazy in the background. It's so much fun. And she like brought her teeth and st- like her prosthetic teeth. Like she had the most fun by far out of the room. He's like, I brought the fucking teeth. Check it out. Guys. Yeah, she put them <laughs> back so in. Put, yeah, it was awesome. And it was revealed, at least to me. I know super fans probably know all these little stories they told, but uh, that uh, Daniel Radcliffe had a huge crush on her. And, and how could he not? Like, it's, yeah, right. it's, I had it like, I'm talking fight club, Helena Bonham Carter in yeah. my mind. I'm like, of course, you know, and that's, <laughs> um, but, and he was like 16. So he's yeah. like, Oh my God. <laughs> but, uh, it was like a thing that she joked about, you know, cause he had written her letters like, if only I was older, you know, <laughs> Man. and he could tell he's embarrassed. Like, Oh, you're bringing that up. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the one I, so I didn't watch it, but the one thing that I kind of enjoyed uh reading about was uh i guess rupert grint wasn't there with everybody like he's filming some stuff in canada Mm. so he's not actually there with everybody else all of his stuff is shot separately no there's a point where he's with he's um, definitely with them emma watson and daniel Radcliffe. well that's the thing is they actually emma watson no emma did just emma flew to him daniel's in the room with him I think that I think that's editing tricks because he definitely was just in Canada the whole time. And they made a huge announcement that Emma went to Canada to film with him. And you can tell that Emma's in a different spot because, and I didn't notice this. These are other people online that are pointing this out. She's wearing the same outfit that, that she wore when she originally recorded with uh, Daniel. And you can tell because her, nails change color weird uh, okay i'm gonna have to rewatch it now uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just filmmaking stuff again fun. they tricked could, me for there, sure there could be like there could have been like a couple things they were together but, a, but people were making a big deal about the the uh, specifically when the three of them are together that rupert grint's not actually there with one thing uh, that Dana happens Radcliffe when they're together is it's been memefied a bunch and i'm glad because i felt it at the time and my wife didn't really say anything so i was like it's just me but and I saw it blowing up on TikTok after the fact. There's a point where they're talking about the kiss between Ron and Hermione in Deathly Hallows Part Two, and uh, and I know I understand that she was with him from the time she was ten until she was twenty, so it, she felt like that was her brother. But that's not how it comes off. So they're, they bring up the kiss, and and the whole time Rupert's kind of like, oh yeah, it's great. I kind of want to, it's whatever, whatever the whole time anyway. But then she says, and I know it's like, and then when we had to kiss. Wasn't that the most awful, disgusting thing ever? <laughs> and it cuts to Daniel, and he's like, oh my god. And then it cuts to Rupert, and he's kind of staring off at the floor and goes, huh, yeah. 
<laughs> and it's they let it be that way and it's like painful That's oh bad. man and supposedly she said that a bunch and they're really close friends and that didn't offend him at all but it's the way that it's edited it looks <laughs> like such pain you know <laughs> do you remember what i'm talking about yeah yeah and then at the end he's he tells her he loves her and she says i know she says thank you <laughs> there's it's just them two dude and like i don't they under have, they have to be leaning into the whole like people not buying that relationship on the in the movies right apparently, like that's gotta be kind of an in joke between the two of them apparently they're really really close and like nothing was meant by it but it's so awkward to watch because yeah he's like i really truly do as much as anyone in my own family i love you i do i love you and she goes oh roops thank you <laughs> and it cuts it's so bad. man roops Woof. Uh, shit. why you gotta kick rupert grant down yeah. man <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I'm in the UN and you are not even on TV. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the Harry Potter special is awesome. Also, uh, the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses just got put on HBO Max as well. So I watched. Oh, yeah. The first. trivia thing. Uh -huh. Is that cool? It is cool. Uh, if you're a massive, massive nerd. I wanted to watch it with Carissa and see if I could get any. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and some of the questions are super fucking easy, but some of them are actually deep cuts. And it's cool. Like there's one question where a girl got asked, like, how many females were on the uh, Gryffindor uh quidditch team in the first year and i actually knew the answer because i've j been reading the books and stuff is three but like even these yeah super, everyone knows that these three. super deep cut questions that even these quote-unquote super nerds are getting wrong and stuff so it's interesting for sure i don't know if i'm gonna watch the whole thing just because like Oops. it's it feels hammy in a way i don't know like helen mirren's amazing i love helen mirren and it was funny when, she's the host right yeah in the introduction she's like i'm here finally because like all the pretty much every big British actor was in the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter at some but point, her. but her. Yeah. Anyway, it was sorry awesome. I spoiled it for you guys. And I, I know I texted you guys a couple weeks ago the results of it. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the Puffs won. Yeah, Puffs rise up, baby. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't read that. Y'all laughed at us for years and years, <laughs> and all we were doing is biding our time and watching and learning. And we. <laughs> you, you guys had Cedric Diggory. And then did. look what happened to him. I I I tweeted that, like a bitch. I, I tweeted that article, that result <laughs> of them winning, and I just tweeted like puffs rise up. And this one dude who does not follow me, I don't follow him, so it's a completely random guy, <laughs> tweeted me like weird phrasing, but okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Get away from me! <laughs> who are you? Get away from me! Is the tagline of the internet. <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Uh, uh, only other thing I watched, and I, I we is we went long on Harry Potter, but I watched uh, I Love You Man. It just got re-edited to oh, Netflix. That's a great one, and dude. There's so many good actors in that movie. It's wild. I remember at the time thinking like, oh yeah, this is just like a fun spinoff of uh, the massive Apatow fame that's happening right now, and it was. There were tons of those bromance movies coming out around that time and uh but watching it now i'm just like holy fuck like so many like randomly fucking jk simmons is his dad and andy sandberg's his brother and uh joe latrulio from uh brooklyn nine nines oh, yeah. in there and yeah he just is. like lou ferrigno like is a character in that fucking movie like, there's tons and tons of people chang's in that like, holy shit when i'm going back to it uh chang oh no i'm th sorry i'm thinking of uh role models sorry oh different movie Anyway, yeah, uh, that's slap it in BS, man. Slap it in BS. Uh, yeah, that, that movie is a gem, and I loved it very much, and I was happy to go back to it. And I love you, man. Aww. <laughs> love you, man. 
Should have said the thanks. Focus. It would have been a callback. <laughs> that would have been good. Steve, what have you been streaming? Uh, well, I first off, I've continued my Star Trek deep dive. Nobody I'm, cares. I'm currently in season four. I've kind of been blasting through it. I've been going through warp. I've been warp nining through this weird watch. If you know what I'm saying? Oh, I get it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, on the other side of that coin, I have also been streaming a show on uh Disney plus called the book of a certain Bob, a feet, Bob um, <laughs> The Book of Boba Fett, uh, <laughs> the newest Star Wars uh, TV show put on on Apple TV Plus by John Favreau and Kevin Feige. That's actually an excerpt. Not Kevin Feige. Um, what's his name? The guy with the hat. John Favreau. Not John Favreau. The other guy with the hat. Dan, uh, whatever. Dave Filoni. Boom. That's who Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. John Favreau is involved. He yes. writes it. Yeah, I think he directed the. No, okay. Robert Rodriguez directed the first episode. Yes, Weird. which was good. Kathleen Kennedy. she is involved yes uh so my thoughts on the book about george lucas there are two episodes out currently as of this recording um as of this airing because yeah because it comes out on wednesday yeah you're right uh so the book of boba fett is it's suffering is it bad i hate it wow it's not uh, it's not great uh it's stuff this is the main problem with it the main problem is is it's too similar to the mandalorian while also not being as good as the Mandalorian. Oh no. So like it, uh, there are like some beat for beat shot for shots. Like this is the fucking man. Like, you know how the Mandalorian ends with like the, uh, the art, the art, what just happened. That's how the show ends. Mm. Uh, it, it just doesn't really seem to have much of its own singular identity. That being said, like as a star Wars fan, there are definitely things in it. that I'm like, Oh, that's really fucking cool. Like, Oh, that's, Oh, I love the outfit of that Tuscan Raider. Oh, that, that Wookiee looks fucking badass. Um, yeah, the it was like a it was like a black Wookiee. It was like a bounty hunting bounty uh, Wookiee that was a bounty hunter, and it's it looks Wookie. super intimidating and scary. And you know bad. they're gonna fight at some point. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, this, do you think this, it's played by John Cena or Dave Bautista? I hope that'd be great. <laughs> if it like bursts through a wall, it's like blah blah boo do 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 do. Is that Wookiee? Uh, get to see more huts. Yeah, you get to see more huts. Um, this, I mean, the show, it's a Star Wars show, so it continues to be like a really, really amazing example of like uh, production design and like th- the costumes are amazing. The sound design's amazing. The visual effects are excellent. It's like a fan um, fiction, though. It's like the story is as weak really as uh, any 12-year-old in a Star Wars forum on the internet. So it, it does this thing where it's, and it's, it's crafted together with all these nuggets of, Oh, here's a Wookiee. Here's a hut. Yeah. It's, we're going to say Bib Fortuna again. Do you remember, do you remember, did you ever watch arrow? Yeah. You know how arrow did the thing, especially in the first season where it's like half the show takes place present day. The other half is like the flashback to him on the Island becoming mm-hmm. arrow essentially. Well, this show does that too. Half of it's modern day with Boba Fett's uh, kind of taking over Jabba the Hutt's crime syndicate. The other half's in the Sarlacc pit. And, well, it's it's him getting out of the Sarlacc pit and then how, I guess, he ends up meeting the Mandalorian, season oh, two of the Mandalorian. Okay. Which, like, was like, what is that, like a whole ripe two weeks worth of time to I, pluck from? Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> cool. Interesting. Uh, it, it, Have you guys seen that clip from Parks and Rec where Patton Oswalt just basically shot yeah. for shot describes yeah. how it's going to open? I love yeah. that so much. Yeah, he's credited as a writer on episode one. That's hysterical. Because they just ripped off that that scene in Parks and Rec. Yeah, well, I think uh, somebody, you know, nerds. Uh, <laughs> apparently there's a book called The Mandalorian Armor or something that 
actually told the story of how he survived yeah, the Starlight yeah. Pit, and both of those things are from that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, the the character from Mandalorian that Timothy Oliphant plays was actually introduced in that book. Really, I forget his name. Cobb Vanth, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do sure. want to. I do want to point out one thing, like because because. I'm still going to keep watching because it's Star Wars. I like Star Wars. I do think there's a potential that it'll get better with time. Um, but the two things I, oh, the two things that I really want to point out is just how amazing I think it is that this is a show that's headlined by two surprising geriatrics. Cause yes. Tedmore Morrison is 61 years old mm-hmm. and Monning, the guy that plays Boba Fett. Yeah. And Monning way, uh, is that her name? Who plays uh, Fennec? Fennec. Uh, she's 58. I think Finnick is the best part of the show. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Uh, that's the parts where I'm interested. So I, I love it is not geriatric. I know, Damn. but it's surprising. Like if like he we're like, close to that. Have you seen them though? They look like well, specifically Monding Way looks like she's 30. Hmm. Like she looks really young, but she's Dang. 58. Dang. And Tamora Morrison is 61. He and looks he, 67. And he's jo- <laughs> he's but he's still like he's that jovial Maori guy. Like he's a really fun dude in in person. And he he definitely like worked off the fat that he had in season two of Mandalorian. Because I remember when he showed up, it was like, oh, who's Boba Fett? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's low hanging fruit. Yeah, didn't fit in the armor yeah. and shit. He's slimmed down. He's gotten to the role. You can tell he's like having fun doing it. Sure. Um, <laughs> But like, it's just the story is just not there. I know the one thing I really wish they wouldn't do is so all the flashback episodes is when he's when it flashes back, he's lost his armor. Right. So he's pretty much this 60 year old, 61 year old dude running around the desert in what is essentially a a onesie, onesie, a bright white onesie. And he's making all these faces. I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't know how to. uh," And he's like making all these weird faces as he's just running around the desert in a onesie. And it's like, can you have not put him in that? Like, please. He looks stupid. (laughs) It's Boba Fett. I grew up thinking he was the coolest dude ever. (laughs) And now you put him in a fucking onesie. No. That sucks. Uh, but that's the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I do want to sh- do a shout out. I did start taking improv classes this week. How did that go? I didn't get to ask yet. Not necessarily streaming anything, but it was it was a fun experience. So I'll be taking this class for it's a six week course. So I've got four five more weeks of it. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was uh, me and I think uh, around like fifteen other people, um, and it was just a big introductory thing where we were just playing. We just played improv games the whole time to kind of teach you the very core elements of, you know, listening and paying attention to what people are saying. There was, and then once we kind of got like one of the games is like, I would point to Chris and go zip. And then Chris would point at Andy and go zap. And then Andy would point at someone else and go zop. And then that person would point at someone and say zip and it would repeat. And you had to keep going. And if someone messed up, the whole group would be like, they would make like a weird like motion. But then it becomes a lot more different where I could say zip to you. I could say zip one or a to you. Then you can say zop b or two to someone else and it it, but you had to like keep going with it uh it was fun and then eventually by the end of the course we got to uh uh yeah a yes and you know the the classic yes and where there'd be two of us the one person would set up something like i would look at chris and be like chris i noticed like you had to introduce them like either like by naming them or saying a role like chris i noticed you didn't do your homework and then chris would go yes and it's because my dog ate it. And then I would say, yes, uh, and make sure you put that dog down so it doesn't happen ever again. <laughs> Do just, you actually have to say yes and? Well, at first, because oh, okay. the, the the instructor wanted you to get used to like getting that mental process of not asking someone a question, but also like 
adding to what they were giving to you. So you were constantly adding on. There was also a really fun exercise and this is great. Uh, so I, so friend of the show, Sam Stevenson is like a good friend of mine and he's the one that kind of like, you know, got, got me to go with him. And one of the earliest exercises was the instructor mimed opening a box and she would went to the first person in the circle and was like, what's in this box? And the guy was like, oh, it looks like a dead bird. And then it went to me and she's like, okay, tell me something else about this dead bird. I'm like, looks like it was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, okay. And then she goes to Sam and, and, and she's like, what? give me some more description of this murdered bird. And she's like, well, he's wearing a Kegel knit sweater that looks like he went to Cornell. And she's like, okay, let's restart. <laughs> she's like, those are great, but uh, let's be more generic. And then the very next thing she's like, tell me about what color is this car? I'm like, it's gray. So like, I, just went, I just went the complete opposite way, but it was a lot of fun. It's going to be five more weeks. So we'll see where it oh, goes. That would have been fun. It looks like it was murder that you're creating the avian murder mystery. It sounds awesome. <laughs> it was a, it was just a murder of crows. He misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Chris, mm -hmm. as you drink your coffee, mm. your iced coffee, what have you Andy always streaming? makes us ice drinks for the show. Not, no, not wise, but do. they're so delicious. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been streaming some things, but I know we're running late on time. Uh, I just want to go over them real quick. I, I did watch uh, most of season three of Cobra Kai. I'm a huge fan of that show. I love uh, how they buy into to what they are doing on the show. And what I mean by that is you, you, everyone just, okay, everyone in this town, everyone in L.A. in the high school age range is just obsessed with karate and we're all kicking each other's asses around the streets without going to prison. And if you can just say, okay, great. I buy into that and just say, you know, yes. And you know, the rest <laughs> of the show is fine. And so, you know what I mean? It knows what it is and you don't have to like worry about the realism of that situation. She's like, this is a universe in which none of these kids are playing Minecraft. They're all just kicking each other's asses down the street. And that's, that's cool. Uh, I, I just really like, and even though it can be corny and stilted and uh, I, it, this show is infinitely charming and uh, it's so bingeable and I can't wait to get back tonight and, and watch another six episodes on my bed. Um, but in addition to that, do you I only have, watch it in your bed? I do uh, right now. So here's Intimate. what's been going on. This is a good segue. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for tossing me that improv thing. And then <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching it in my bed because I got obsessed with board games over the last week or so. Andy's joined me a couple times. So tabletop gaming, I've reached a new level of nerd status. I've been playing Nemesis and Betrayal at House on the Hill. Ooh, that means you've unlocked your pocket square. Here, yeah, let me, thank you, thank you. Pocket protector, excuse me, not I'm, pocket square. That's well, a different I was going to say, that's gentlemanly. I don't, yeah, I don't think a, I should be wearing this. Sorry, that's a different tier. Give me, I'll give you the square back. Oh, thank you. I'm going to keep you. the protector. Uh, I've been playing uh, that and, and code names and Chinatown, uh, One Night Ultimate Werewolf, all these games that everybody's talked about for love. And it's so fun. I can't believe how fun it is. And so we've been playing seven, eight, nine hours a night. Group of friends around my table. Great time. So while my wife usually plays with us, but sometimes she doesn't want to. So she started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And I was like, okay, honey, but game. I think it's a wonderful game. I think you might get a little obsessed with it. Cause she's the kind of person like when she does play video games, it's like 9 a.m. to one in the morning. She takes a break to like pee and eat. But other than that, it's just Breath of the Wild, right? Like she goes hard. So she has been dawn to dusk Red Dead Redemptioning for like five days now. I get it. And so that's my main TV with like the surround sound and all this stuff. Some of my subscriptions only work on that one. Just a long story. So that's why I'm in the bed upstairs watching Netflix because she's got the she's TV. She's doing some rooting, tooting cowboy shit. She's conquering the Wild West or whatever, right? Hunting boar. I don't know. She's got to find all the dinosaur bones. I just know her name's Arthur. She never seems to have a hat. 
and it bothers me. She can respawn the hat from her horse. Really? Tell her that. Does she, she does that. she not take care of picking up her hat after it falls off? She said it's just always every time I do anything it falls off and I'm just, I'm tired of it and because so, I'm like you don't have a hat you look stupid and I did used to run around and pick my hat up and it drove me nuts and then I learned that you can respawn the hat and I was like oh thank God I oh, need, I can, need to tell her this you guys you guys got to get into the role play I was like hardcore like well well I lost my hat got to go buy a new one apparently that's how she's <laughs> treating it <laughs> she's got like her horse's mane all braided and look at my horsey um, anyway it's an is an Arabian uh, I don't know. What's the white? The, the best source of the game horse, is the white yeah. Arabian. Yeah, it's a gray joint. And let's. Uh, she says the stamina is all the way leveled up, and uh, she can run forever. So she's happy with it. Hey, there you go. That's all you need. <laughs> but in addition to that, I want to mention one Boy. more thing. I've been watching a show called Yellow Jackets. Uh, and so now I am a Showtime subscriber as oh, well shit. Uh, to the mockery of all. But it is so worth it. Andy, you will absolutely love Yellow Jackets. What is it? Uh, it is a horror show. Yes. But it is also really charming and funny. Yes. And it is about it's sort of uh, Lord of the Flies ish. So a uh, high school girls soccer team uh, fly. They go fly on a plane to go have a giant like national level event. The The plane crashes on a, like a deserted island or we don't know where somewhere uh, and they become uh, violent and cannibalistic and crazy. Do they kill Piggy? Yes, they do. Oh, but terrible. the way, but the the, the, mm. the the storytelling device of the show is the coolest part. So, like the first episode, the pilot opens. It's the, it's textbook how to do a pilot. The pilot opens. It's the girls on the island, but you don't know that yet. It's just people in furs and skins running around doing crazy shit. And there's a lone woman girl uh, wearing like a normal outfit, running in fear. She falls into a pit of spikes. And like they impale her in many places. The camera zooms in on it. You never see her face, but you see the amulet that she's wearing, like this little heart necklace on a gold chain. Turns out that's the past 1992 or whatever cuts to present day. And and then you have all these titans of female actor power from the 90s in the present day. And these are the girls that have survived. So it goes back and forth from present to uh, past to present. Uh, and it's Melanie Lensky. Um it's Christina Ricci, uh, fuck, Juliette Lewis from Natural Born nice. Killers and stuff. And so they're all kind of interacting and it's really mysterious. So you don't really know what happened or what depths each individual character went to on that island. You just know it was bad. And they're all kind of trying to solve this current mystery because they keep getting mysterious letters like we know what you did. Uh, <laughs> and it's been like 30 years since they escaped mm. the island. Right. And so it keeps cutting back and forth. And it's really fascinating because you'll see. Uh, the necklace of the dead girl on like the girls of the past because it keeps going back to before the island too and like oh she's wearing that necklace I guess that's the girl that gets stabbed with the spikes and then like episode two she hands the necklace to another girl on the plane like here this will give you good luck and it's like oh she's wearing the necklace and you know so it's this really neat because the, the little bits of information they allow you to know just keep you hooked right it's just brilliant writing I'm um, excited I'm gonna get those login creds before you leave it's a really fucking good show. Yeah, I don't know if you can, because it's part of my Apple TV box. Like, it's my Apple ID that I bought Showtime oh. with. It's not like... Uh, I wonder if you can add me to your family I'm not plan. giving you my Apple ID, bro. <laughs> no, the family plan. Um, so we're going through my picks, Steve. I don't know how that works. 
How'd you know? <laughs> but I, you can watch the first episode for free. Oh, okay. That's what I did. And that's how it got me. I'm about to have to get it anyway because the new Dexter show is exactly. on there. That's why everybody else is kind of like, Yellow Jackets plus Dexter. I guess Showtime's a thing. <laughs> um, Showtime Plus. I was hoping to get a free trial, but it just it clicked it, assuming there was a free trial. And it was like, 11 bucks, thank you. And I was like, fuck. I don't want fucking Showtime. <laughs> Uh, we got gotcha. you. I guess I'm be watching stars. And We're shit on now. to you, lazy fucks. Getting that one week free trial. And I probably already used it for something I can't remember. But that's Yellow Jackets. A lot, honestly, a lot of people are talking about it. But uh, if you somehow haven't checked it out yet, you really should. It's it's really really good writing. Uh, Melanie Linsky's is is phenomenal. And I have a feeling. This is my prediction. You'll understand more when you see the first episode. Is that a certain young girl does grow up and survive and then another 90s titan will play her uh, so that's that's my thinking anyway but that brings us to our main event let's talk for a few minutes about our most anticipated films and tv shows of 2022 mm. what are we looking forward to they love it. They're excited for all the death. That brings us to our main event. We're going to be talking about the most exciting, wonderful, neat, small, big things coming out next uh, this year, actually. We've got a neat little uh, mechanism by which to share this excitement, as I alluded to earlier. Steve, you want to explain the kind of the rules of this silly little game non-game we got going on? The first rule of Fight Club is... There are no rules. Uh, no, so what That's we're not the first rule. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so what we're doing just to shake things up because last week we did a top ten list and it was a lot of my number one and then no my number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so just to kind of change things up a bit, I've got myself a wheel of people's names. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I literally on my phone have a little wheel of fortune style wheel that will spin and it has our names on it, it has Steve myself has Andy that handsome man over there has Chris that, that fuck boy guy. right here uh, and the wheel will spin it will select who will go and then that person kind of says you know a, a property that they are uh, excited about coming out this year and then we do a brief discussion and once that kind of that topic ends and we spin the wheel again and start anew. So yeah, baby. Rules. So if our name is called, you'll hear some applause and Steve will probably be in charge of being like Andy or whatever. And then Andy's got, uh, you know, 20, 25 seconds to shout the name and what it is and why he's excited. And we'll do it again. Let's fucking go. We're just kind of a frenetic frenzy of excitement for this year of film. Yeah. Are you guys ready for the first spin? I'm fucking ready. All right, let's do it. We're spinning it right now. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. All right, here it goes. It's been there. It goes. There it goes. It's Oh, it's looking like it's going to end on Chris. Let's oh, see if it oh, actually does. Oh. It's a yeah, baby. Yeah, it's Chris. You're up first, baby. Okay, I want to say uh, I'm freaking out. Okay, Crimes of the Future. You guys have probably heard me talk about this, and you knew this was coming. This is David Cronenberg's newest film. Should come out this year. It's going to star Viggo Mortensen. Uh, it's going to star Leah uh, Leah Sedu, And it's going to star, of course, the one and only Kristen Stewart. 
Okay, so the patron saint of streaming thing. We know nothing about this film other than it's Cronenberg, and he brought you History of Violence and The Fly, so he's usually pretty balls to the wall, and it's probably going to be a horror film. He actually did a film in 1970 called Crimes of the Future. That's what I just looked it up, and I was like, what the fuck? None of these names. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know if it's, it's like a remake of his own movie, or just he yeah, had a better idea for the, to use that title again. It's like one of his first <laughs> films, I think he did like right out of school or something. Uh-huh. It, it, it's not a big movie at all, I don't think. I just know with that cast, specifically case two, I'm really, really excited about it. And uh, I know she only chooses to do pretty interesting things. And this uh, is a pretty good example of like a creative person's career kind of going full circle in a mm-hmm. very interesting way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's Crimes of the Future should drop this year. And let's spin the wheel again. All right. Here we go. Spinny time. Spin. Spin. There we go. All right. Let's see. It's they really looking. milk that last little Ooh. thing. Oh, could be. Andy Andy. pulls ahead. Let's fucking go. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I feel like we would just talk over the applause initially. (laughs) The the applause is like very delayed. Okay, so I want to bring up Apollo 10 and a half, a space age childhood. Have you guys heard about this? I have heard about this. No. I want to see this. This is on my list. Richard Linklater. uh, Wow. Animated movie that's coming on uh, Netflix. But Uh, it's like a rotoscope animation. It's kind of like a scanner darkly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Or uh, what was the other one that he did? Uh, Waking Life. Waking Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So it's a coming of age story set in the suburbs of Houston, Texas in the summer of 1969 against the backdrop of the historic Apollo 11 moon landing. The story will be told from two interwoven perspectives, capturing the astronaut and mission control view of the triumphant moment alongside the lesser seen bottom-up perspective of what it was like from an excited kid's perspective, living near NASA, but mostly watching on TV. Um, it looks amazing, and the cast is fucking wild. It's Jack Black, Zachary Levy, uh, Glenn Powell, Josh Wiggins. Uh, actually, it's not that crazy, but Jack Black's in it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's going to be super dope. Uh, Richard Linklater, every animated thing that he's ever done has been fucking rad, and that dude has been firing on all cylinders for like uh, two decades now, and he doesn't miss, so I can't wait. All right, are we going to spin again? Spin again, Andy, baby. you want to do the honors? Just, t- just tap the wheel. Tap the wheel. Oh, There we go. It's a good spin. Good spin. Good spin. Who's it going to land on? Ooh, Andy, you're up again. You know, I think this is rigged. (laughs) Okay, so next one that I want to talk about is a movie uh, directed by Olivia Wilde called Don't Worry, Darling. Yes. Um, It's uh, starring Florence Pugh and Harry Styles and Chris Pine and Olivia Wilde. It's going to be so fucking good. Um, There's it's about a housewife living in a utopian community in the California desert uncovers a disturbing truth about her seemingly perfect life. It's kind of like a content thing. We don't know a lot about it. There's no trailer yet. There's if you try to look it up on YouTube, there's like people have made fan trailers uh, and like clip together shots of Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. But it's not actually real. There is a tiny little itty bitty teaser trailer thing that uh olivia wilde put up on uh instagram but it doesn't like tell you any plot or anything it's just a couple of like unsettling shots uh somebody wearing like a bunch of saran wrap on their head and like gripping their head and stuff but just the the cast i love florence Pugh. harry styles is surprisingly good actor i'm okay with it i don't even remember what the name of the band is that he's from so i don't care that he's like Isn't a, it just a, harry style one direction was it wasn't he from one direction i don't know I think oh so. yeah you're right yeah you right. um but this is the first thing the first feature film she directed uh was book smart and that was which was amazing awesome. yeah i'm really excited about this love florence Pugh. this is the movie where they met right uh, harry and olivia uh, i don't know Ooh. aren't they an item now they are an item and people are like oh they're a big age gap and i'm like i don't give a shit good for her good for her get it girl mm-hmm. get it or good mm-hmm. for him she's hot she's, she's get gorgeous. it harry <laughs> You're both getting it. That's wonderful. I lo- <laughs> I'm just a fan when people consensually get it. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. Right, well, let's see. Chris, you want to spin? Touch, yeah, just I'm, touch it. I'm touching. Hopefully it lands on Steve. We might have a flaw in our methods. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to run out. Ooh, it's close. Oh, oh, you got got. I got got. I almost had it. Chris, it lands on you again. Fuck you, Steve. I win. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, 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 one everybody knows. Uh, no, I'm going to go to this one. Havoc. It's the newest film that I'm fucking obsessed with existing. It's written and directed by Gareth Evans, the guy who brought you The Raid and The Raid 2 and Gangs of London, none of which none of you have watched because fuck you guys. But it's the most phenomenal in-camera practical effects fight car choreography ever invented or seen anywhere ever. And so I'm really excited what he's up to next. Some kind of gang film with cops and detectives, kind of a kind of a noir action vibe. But it, it stars Tom Hardy, Timothy Oliphant and Forrest Whitaker. Sounds uh, awesome. It's going to be amazing. I, I can't wait. That should be this year. Uh, Called Havoc? Havoc. H-A-V-O-C. Spin the wheel, Steve. I'm going to spin it. You got to be quicker with that wheel because it takes so freaking long. Mm. I like I like the whole like, oh, my God, I got a hurry vibe of it. Andy, it's landed oh, on you again. Oh, shit. The wheel okay. hates Steve. So one thing that we forgot to bring up is that uh, we each get a must-see, right? Isn't that something that we said that we were going to do? Yeah, we talked about it. We don't think we did it, but we, we talked about it. Oh, okay. So I thought that we each get to pick a movie that like the other people probably wouldn't go see and say, hey, we're going to go see this movie together. Okay. Right? We, we each get to pick one of those. Yeah. Well, is this yours? This is mine. Um, I, I did not come prepared for this. <laughs> okay. Well, just pick one. Okay. Um, so I fucking love disaster movies. Uh, there's one coming out here pretty soon. It better not be Moonfall. It is Moonfall. Fuck. <laughs> I am I am claiming that as the must-see movie for this because I know you guys wouldn't have wanted to go. And I'm excited about it. So Moonfall, the trailers are out there. Uh, <laughs> mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around the Earth and sends it hurling on a collision course with life as we know it. It's got Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley from fucking Game of Thrones. So I can't wait. He this looks... This movie awesome. looks like a Roland Emmerich parody film directed by Roland Emmerich. Exactly. <laughs> and I can't wait because Roland Emmerich makes fucking awesome movies. I don't Didn't he do Day After Tomorrow? Says. Yeah. Uh, he's done all those fucking movies. Did, yeah. the, did the earth explode? Yeah. Roland Emmerich. Was <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I can't wait. And so that's why I'm throwing that at you that's guys. That's his kink. Is. Like Roland Emmerich's in bed with his partner. Just like, oh, tell me how the city crumbled. He also did the 1998 Godzilla in that movie. Thank you, Roland Emmerich, because that movie. Did he do 2012 as well? Defined my childhood. He did. John Cusack. And yeah. White House Down and Independence Day. And God love this man. Yes. One of those is good. Independence Day rocks. Yeah, Independence, Independence Day is the shit. But yeah, we're going to go see Moonfall, guys. Thanks, Andy. Uh, thanks, Andy. Thanks, right. Roops. Let's spin it again. Here we go. For some reason, the music turned off. It's spinning. And it's landed on Chris. Uh, I'm, while you answer that, I'm going to try to figure out why this isn't... Fuck Steve. All right. So this is called The Gray Man. Should be coming out this year. It's an action thriller. And it's uh, written and directed by the Russo brothers. Or not written by them. It's directed by the Russo brothers. Co-written by Joe Russo. Is this the one with like Ryan Gosling and shit? It's Yes. Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, Jessica Henswick, Billy Bobby Thornton. <laughs> Billy nice. Bobby Brown, get it. Billy Bob. Uh, like, fuck, that's all you need right there. It's the, it, this is the year of Anna Armas, by the way, for sure. Uh, I'm obsessed with Jessica Henwick. This is going to be a phenomenal movie. I'm really excited. The Russo brothers never let me down, at least entertainment wise. I'm always entertained. So that's called The Gray Man. No release date set as of yet. Steve, spin that wheel. All right, I got the wheel working again. I heard the clicky clacky. Here we go. This is going to be Steve. This is Steve's time. 
Yes. Your time is up. My time is now. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see me. My time is now. Okay. All right. I'm pulling up my list. Okay. Number one thing that I want to see this year is a little movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once, directed by The Daniels. Yes. Uh, upcoming American sci-fi action or sci-fi f- uh, film written and directed by The Daniels. Stars Michelle Yao, K.U. Kwan, Stephanie Su, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum Jr., James Hong, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, this this just comes out soon, too, doesn't it? Yeah, real, real soon. I don't have the release date right in front of me, but it. Uh, this just looks like the type of just odd and strange and weird movie that appeals to me but also there's a layer of um you know it's it it would be i feel like it's gonna be easy for people even though like on its surface it looks really fucking weird but when you watch it you're gonna be like oh this isn't as weird as i thought it would have gonna be this is just pretty engaging it just has a very interesting and unique premise uh about uh seemingly about a woman who i guess throughout all the many different timelines of the multiverse she is able to somehow tap into the all the experiences of all of her she's basically jet Li's the one but using her powers for the side of good thank you for remembering that jet Li's the one exists <laughs> or kind of like since i am nobody's she, bitch the people can within insensate all the people can pull from the abilities yeah. that everyone else has yeah, actually, uh, when we saw Nightmare Alley, my buddy hadn't seen the trailer for this yet. And there's the, the part in the trailer where she's taking the experience that she got from being a sign twirler to like twirl the riot shield and beat up a bunch of cops. And he was like, what is this movie? This movie looks badass. <laughs> and then all the the uh, googly eye imagery started popping up. And he was like, I don't know about this now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's everything, everywhere, all at once. Yay. Uh, let me bring up the... The wheel again. Here we go. And we're spinning. Who's it going to be? Who's the wiener? Wow. Chris, it's you, baby. Uh, it's Chris with the blue circle winning again. Uh, I'm going to. Okay. This movie everyone knows about, but it has to be mentioned. Probably my most anticipated of the year. This is Robert Eggers' newest film written and directed by him. The guy who brought you The Witch and The Lighthouse, The Northman. Uh, it's going to be starring Alexander Skarsgård, Daniel Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke, uh, Ralph Ennison's back again. And it's an epic revenge thriller that explores how far a Viking prince will go to seek justice for his murdered father. Did you guys saw this trailer, right? Yeah. No. Oh, it is. I, I know trailer. I'm not normally a trailer guy, but this is how trailers are done. Like, people, people are going to put... Uh, posters of the trailer on their wall. It's how fucking good it is. Uh, it's going to inspire children. Uh, it's really fucking amazing looking. I, I, I've loved everything this this young director has ever done, and I'm really excited to see like this more mature uh, and much bigger budget kind of story. Glad to see him working with Andy Taylor-Joy again. I'm excited for it, uh, and this is going to sound way more insulting than I intended for it to be, uh-huh. but uh, I really want this to be the movie that Robert Eggers makes that uh, I actually enjoy. <laughs> Didn't like The Witch? Well, you think all of his movies, I will watch them and I'm just sitting there the whole time like, wow, this is super fucking impressive. I respect the shit out of this craft that's happening in front of me. I just don't like this movie. Like The the Witch was just weird and uncomfortable and The Lighthouse was it's like- It's a horror film. Well, yeah, but like I don't, and it's one of those things where like, again, I can sit and watch and respect because that is an amazing production design. And you got to see Robert Pattinson masturbate in a lighthouse. Uh, I think it was Willem Dafoe also masturbates in a lighthouse. I got to watch this movie. Definitely Robert Pattinson. I got to see Willem Dafoe's jizz in black and white. Well, that's was, for sure. I was I was team Edward in the lighthouse. I got to tell you that. 
mostly white. I, I, I've never seen the lighthouse. Why don't you eat your beans? You're fond of me lobster, ain't she? I got to like, say that every time someone says a, the lighthouse. That's 100% a movie that I'm very happy that I saw because, again, the craft is amazing. The acting's amazing, but it's not a movie I'm ever going to go see again. By the way, I don't have any movies that you guys wouldn't want to go see. Like oh, you picked okay. a gold one there because that was definitely not something <laughs> I was going to go see. But like, so I picked the Northman. You guys have to come with me. You would have anyway. Okay. But you I, have I don't know to. if I would have. Like, I, I, I like The Witch and that's it. So I, I'm choosing I, the Northman. I don't even, I, I know about it now because you just told me about it, but I've never seen the trailer. I don't yeah, know I think if you turn it. on the trailer, you'll, you'll be excited for it because okay. it looks, it looks pretty much like a badass Viking story, basically. Yeah. Sweet. And Robert Eggers is the one that gifted the world with Andy Taylor Joy. So it's only fair that he should he should oh, get her true. back into the coven He's now that around. she's so big. You're welcome. Yeah. You're queen, welcome. The queen, welcome. Queen's queen. Gambit. That's spin, spin that, that wheel. wheel, baby. Big money, big money, big what, money. What does no whammies mean? It's a uh, it it's, means, it's an old seventies game. It, it was specific it means to that. You hope for a lack of whammies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously. So everybody always goes, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Did you win that, Steve? I did win that. Uh, I'm what looking, you got? I'm looking for movies you guys haven't said yet. Okay, so this <laughs> this is a movie I, I I was doing research last night and I didn't actually really know about this, but I came across the trailer for it last night and I was like, oh, I'm gonna add that to my list because that looks great. And then it's a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive yes, Talent. Yes, that was on my list too. Uh, if you guys don't know, this is a, a, an action comedy uh, directed by uh, Tom Gormican, who is a nobody. I can't find him anywhere. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but it stars Nicolas Cage playing a fictionalized Nicolas Cage, who <laughs> who judging by the trailer is uh paid by a a millionaire uh pedro pascal not playing pedro pascal he's playing an actual character uh-huh. but he is a super fan of nicholas cage and pays him to come hang out with him and i guess at some point there is a drug a drug cartel gets involved and someone's family is abducted and nicholas cage has to tap into the talent that is his previous roles on the rock or uh, uh con air or something like go. that to uh to uh to, to save the day but it's just a lot of Nicolas cage kind of like self-doubting himself and like hey man if this millionaire wants to wants to wants me to watch him fuck his wife or wants me to join in and fucking his wife i'm not doing that <laughs> and pedro pascal's like i'm the millionaire he's like oh well nice to meet you <laughs> i'm not doing that uh and it looks like a lot of fun and it, 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 it i like sometimes when actors play fictionalized roles of themselves that could be their best role like yeah, being I, I john think, valkovich i think of yeah being john valkovich or jcvd is another one that it mm-hmm. comes to mind uh so and and nicholas cage is a guy that has enough uh self-awareness to kind of pull this off <laughs> So, oh, for sure. I look forward to that one. Um, have you seen the trailer for that, Andy? I have not, but it was on my list. Even just the poster is amazing. It's like this um, kaleidoscope kaleidoscope view of Nick Cage just punching his fist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, spin the wheel again. Ooh, this is the, fun. This is fun. I like I like games. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was close. It's you, Chris. Buy a note. And the next time, we're just going to have to lie and say it was Andy. Andy! I've, already, I've done a couple. That's cool. Uh, I want to talk well, about... I mean, it's appropriate because I know you for sure have the yeah, biggest like list out of all three of us. We each have like I, 12. I made a very... Dude, there's so many good things coming out. Like, I, nothing on this list is something stupid. Like, did you know there's another Star Wars show coming called Andor? I did. It's a prequel to Rogue One. It's about Cassian Andor. 
Like, a prequel to the prequel. Yeah, so it's about them getting the plans, <laughs> but it's got Diego Luna in it. It's like more Rogue One stuff, oh, basically. Cool. Anyway, it's shit like that. I'm like, really? You better have Alan Tudyk in there as but well as. Uh, I'm gonna pick my third Anna de Armas thing on my list. Ooh, and this is called Blonde. Have you guys heard of this movie? No. It's written and directed by Andrew Dominic. Oh wait, yes. Is she playing Marilyn Monroe? Yes. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah, Marilyn yeah. Monroe thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it stars Anna de Armas, of course, Adrian Brody, Bobby Cannavale. Um, I think this is going to be one of the best movies of the year and it's got a fascinating like mythos surrounding it already because it was uh, rated NC-17. Famously, Netflix was going to cut it down uh, and then they decided, nay, we're going to give you the the whole thing, baby. Uh, So I'm really excited about. (laughs) Is it still rated NC-17? Yes. It's going to be a whole thing. I'm really excited about Blonde. It's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be offensive. I'm going to love it. That's it. Steve, go ahead and spin that wheel. We're spinning it. Listen to that noise. He's going home with Lady Luck. Oh, Andy! Nice. Finally, by a nose, by a nose, by a bee's dick. Okay. <laughs> Set in Hollywood during the transition from silent films to talkies, focusing on a mixture of historical and fictional characters in a world. <laughs> That's that is the blurb for Babylon, Damien Chazelle's new movie. Oh, oh shit! I didn't nice. even, I'm uh, adding things to my giant list. That's how crazy this starring is. Starring Brad Pitt, uh, Margot Robbie, Catherine Watterson, Samara Weaving, uh, Tobey Maguire. Toby Maguire still work. Honestly, makes me want to see it less. Olivia Wilde. <laughs> God damn. Lots and lots. I don't of like people. his dumb fucking face. <laughs> and, and he's mean. He's mean to know. people. He, he was good in uh, Gatsby. He's mean to people. Uh, yeah, that's that's a thing. But I uh, know him as a person. We <laughs> hung out. I, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm being an asshole because I don't know him. I think that Damien Chazelle is at his best when he's making movies about movies. And uh, that's what this is. It's the transition from talk from silent era to talkies starring Brad Pitt directed by Damien Chazelle. That sounds Sweet. amazing. I can't wait. Sounds right up. Ooh, I've Chazelle's. got one for Andy. I know what I'm going to bring up next. So, roll that wheel real quick before we roll. I saw a video last night. Uh, somebody su- edited. Uh, did I say the title Babylon? Yes. Yeah, you did. Oh, you okay. Did. I just, I know I jumped in because the blurb was funny. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody took the last scene from the last Jedi where Kylo Ren confronts Luke Skywalker and they superimposed Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man three in there. It's so surprisingly very funny because like Kylo Ren ships like, are you here to save my soul? And then it cuts to Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3 going, you want forgiveness? Fine religion. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's really well done. Oh my God. But uh, let me spin that wheel. <sighs> That's me spinning it. You got to spin it hard. You went like full prices right on that one. Oh, Andy again. Andy. Oh, shit. I brought up Great Gatsby just a moment ago. That movie was directed by Boz Lerman. Do you know what else Boz Lerman There's directed? There's another Boz Lerman movie coming. It's called Elvis, and I can't wait. What's it about? The life story of Elvis Presley, as seen through the complicated relationship with his enigmatic manager, Colonel Tom Parker. Colonel Tom Parker is played by none other than Colonel Tom Hanks, and I can't wait for that. Uh, it also stars uh, Austin Butler as uh, the titular Elvis. Um, Who's Austin Butler? He is mostly like a TV actor, but uh, he's been in a couple of Kevin Smith things is how I know him. Um, He was uh, the boyfriend in Yoga Hosers. Um, Really? Yeah. uh, He uh, briefly pops up in uh, Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Uh, Who's he in Tusk? That's the uh, last he, Kevin Smith film I've seen. <laughs> he's not in Tusk. Uh, let me see what else he's been in. Uh, but anyway, so it's... Uh, 
Baz Luhrmann, so you know it's going to be big and bombastic. And Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite movies ever. I hope to God this is a musical because there's so much that they can do with it. But the fact that Tom Hanks is in it and is the lead makes me think, yeah, probably not. Are you saying Tom, Tom Hanks can't sing? Not to our knowledge. I don't know. America's dad can't sing. Did anybody know that fucking Ewan McGregor has one of the most beautiful voices of all time? Because Boz Lerman knew that and he made fucking. Hello there. Has, has Tom Hanks really not been in a musical? I don't think so. He pees in every movie, but he he's jumps not on in a, a giant piano once, if that counts. Big. <laughs> yeah, that oh, uh, Austin Butler was recently in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was one of the crazies that breaks into the house at the end. Oh, okay. So he was uh, the one dude? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one dude. Okay. Yeah, he was totally in Yoga Ozers. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, spin lo- the wheel? Lo- lots of Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, Elvis is going to be dope. And with that, I spin the wheel. Who's it gonna be, Andy oh, again? Andy again. Oh, let's go. We backfired, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I wasn't a, ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> we did the pity toss and <laughs> for no reason. All right. There's. Have you guys heard of the Harry Potter universe? No, Andy. The Wizarding We're World. Also unaware that you're a fan. <laughs> well, you watched those you movies? Yeah, did, didn't know. There's a little movie coming out this year called Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. And I'm pretty excited about I'm it. I'm pretty excited about it because uh, that's you really, though. Dumbled- yes. Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Fuck. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> I, I love Jude Law as young Dumbledore. And we only got snippets of it in uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. And uh, so I can't wait for a movie to be more of that. Because now it's he's amazing. Jude Law and uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is, is replacing now- Johnny Depp. And I love the design. of the. I like the character design so much better than... Before yeah. I, th- I think that this is the one where they finally get their footing. The Harry Potter they movies were the first two were very fun. You Chris, need your footing Chris, for that. Christopher <laughs> Columbus romps, but uh, the third one, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, Alfonso Cuaron. That's when those movies took a turn and like, okay, we're good now. So I, I think that this is where it happens, and I'm excited. All right, I share your optimism. Then I'm going to watch it with you. Thanks, buddy. Right after Moonfall, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. Here we go. Spinning the wheel. Well, who's it going to land on? It looks like, oh, <laughs> the streak continues. All Andy right. again. Did you guys know that Jordan Peele makes movies now? Nope. Didn't know that. <laughs> Not so, just sketch comedy. <laughs> uh, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Jordan Peele has a new movie called Nope. That joke went over my head at first. Like, oh, wow. That went over my head. too. <laughs> so, yeah. New movie. Nope. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kiki I don't think Palmer, we know anything about it. Uh, yep. Nope. Nope. We don't. <laughs> Just know the ca- like the cast, right? All you need to know is that it's Jordan Peele. I mean, what a phenomenal turn of his career. I was watching uh, Key and Peele skits earlier and like. Uh, you, you just can't tell that one of the the most legendary filmmakers of our century is lurking there in that sketch comedy show. And it's yeah. so weird, isn't it? Pretending to be Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awesome. But And that sketch comedy show is amazing, too. No, it is. But it's, you know so, what I mean, though? Like, but it's funny that he goes, he's got this like incredible sketch comedy background and then just becomes like the, the greatest horror film director. Like Get Out is one of the best screenplays ever written. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that's how intelligent and crazy good it is. And it's just that's shocking to me that 
you know, that that kind of talent was just like how many other screenplays like that are just lurking in literary agents desks. I want to I want to like go unopened watch envelopes. Uh, old episodes of Mad TV and look at all the cast members like which one of you <laughs> who's the look next what I can do. I'm writing a script <laughs> that dude randomly showed up in Halloween Kills and it's yes. so weird. So took you out of it. <laughs> What's his name? Something who cares? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stewart. All right, rolling again. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Is it going to be Andy again? Oh, no. It's me. (laughs) Me. It's my time. No, Andy, not you. Me. Uh, (laughs) So I don't know anything about this movie. There is a high chance that this movie will be dog shit. Uh, but I enjoy the premise of it. I'm interested in it. It is going straight to Hulu. Okay. Hey, uh, is this the Pam and Tommy show? No. Palm, this, Palm Springs was straight to Hulu. That movie was that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's true. That's phenomenal. true. But you will understand my trepidation when I tell you what the movie is. Okay. <laughs> it is a movie called Prey. Have you guys heard about it? E-Y oh, yeah. Or A-Y. This is P-R-E-Y. Like, is, I'm hunting prey. Is this like the Predator prequel or this something? This is a Predator prequel. This I, is, I'm with you. I want to see it. This is a... It's directed it's a by... Predator prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. No, it's a prequel. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Dan Trachtenberg. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg's awesome. He yeah. did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, he did. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it ta- it's from the perspective of uh, a tribe of Native American Indians um, who are being hunted by the predator back in those times. You know, it's a, it's, oh, interesting. it's an older story. It's not like a modern predator film. It's a much more scaled back about, you know, you know, classical hunters. I hope this on movie a predator, is as you know? good as 10,000 BC was. That's what I hope. Was 10,000 BC good? You don't, you don't remember that movie? No, it's I remember one of the worst that movie, movies ever made. Yeah, it was, was supposed to be good. <laughs> Cause I, that was not the impression that I left when I, when that movie came out. Do you guys know who made that movie? Rolling, uh, rolling, God, the moonfall guy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> makes nice. Makes sense. Makes sense. Nice. Are we keeping this roll? roll yeah. Goal? Yeah. Yeah. Roll? Yeah. How, got, how long are we doing these? Uh, I, I got at least one more that I really want to say. Okay. I think that's fair. It'll I, be fun for Andy. If he doesn't know about it, if he already knows about it, it won't be fun. It won't have been worth it even. Oh, it is me too. Uh, it's, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I wish we hadn't <laughs> shouted that. <laughs> So I'm going to get to get a twofer in here. I get to get a twofer. So there's a movie coming out directed by Robert Zemeckis, and it's a live action adaptation of Disney's Pinocchio. Have you guys heard of this? I have. Is this the one that's for me? Sort of. So it stars Tom Hanks, Luke Evans, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Keegan-Michael Key, right? That's going to be fun. It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Pinocchio. Uh, I'm a real boy. Well, Tom Hanks is Geppetto. That does anything for you. No, he, he record Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a live-action <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Go to my website and work for free. <laughs> hey, do you want to be a voice actor? <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another movie coming out in 2022, the same year. I guess it's public do- domain. Haven't all these movies come out in 2022? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just keep like, you know, hammering that home. So this is Pinocchio, another live-action Pinocchio, this time directed by Guillermo del Toro, and it's a darker version of the classic children's fairy tale, and it stars Kate Blanchett, Ron Perlman, Tilda Swinton, Christoph Waltz, Ewan McGregor, Finn Wolf Hard, even though he woofed really soft in that last film. Is he Pinocchio? 
I feel like he has to be. I'm know? a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a big fat cunt. <laughs> no, his name's Lampwick. Okay. But this so, is live but, action. So we're getting, we're getting, this is like him back in his pan's labyrinth style. No. He's telling a fucking fairy tale. I think this one is not live. So action. we're getting two, we're getting two Pinocchios in one oh, year. We are getting two Pinocchios. And I just you're, wanted you're, to be cool he's, and say. He's good with animation though. What was that uh, dragon uh, Netflix show that uh, um, the kid that from green room who passed away? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You're talking about trolls. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. I watched that show with my son and he loved it. Uh, not trolls, but it's troll hunters. Yes, oh, that's yeah. it. That was really anyway. Good. It was it was really good, and that was a Guillermo del Toro thing. So yeah, no, fucking, it, he, he's awesome with animation. So if that's if that's animated with that cast, I'm still fucking stoked. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a rated R Pinocchio horror film. Is what I thought it was with with Guillermo del Toro. So since you got the Pan's Labyrinth arm piece going on, yes, you know, sir. I was like, ooh, Andy, Andy, Andy. Uh, and I think that ends it for me. You want to you want to shout one more out, Steve? I've got I've got two. One of which I'm like actually flabbergasted that neither three of us said this because this is like the most mainstream movie I is think. it the batman it is the batman okay yeah. uh like that's we're all seeing that right because that movie looks dope as no shit. that's yeah. yeah that's right up there with the northman for me as far as things that i'm gonna be a fucking obsessed with this year but i i think we were all trying to pick like maybe some lesser people didn't things know about that, yeah other people yeah. wouldn't there's have a ton we didn't mention like thor love and thunder yeah, uh, yeah. the last of us show um the or the yeah it's a show right yeah it's yeah, an it's HBO, hbo show and that's that's craig mazin right uh yeah 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 so that has a high chance of being Chern- phenomenal chernobyl I mean, guy pedro pascal's in it yes i'm nervous about the ellie casting but maybe. i think she'll be great you fused the coal <laughs> she was great in she, game of thrones know, was what was awesome. that i was just making fun of her <laughs> because you guys were saying i don't know about her that's why, why did I, you make her bernie sanders <laughs> i was trying to do it shittily you refuse to call <laughs> I, I will tell you this i will tell you this all the millionaires and billionaires should be quaking in the boots because the north remembers <laughs> <laughs> the king in the north uh i just want to say this too uh, cause I tweeted, I, sh- I threw you guys under the bus on Twitter and Enza gave me a little South park bus gift. That was really funny. Uh, euphoria season two, I've been waiting for two and a half years premieres tomorrow night. So the night last night, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, I think it's going to be the televised event of the fucking year. And, uh, neither of you watched that show or ever did, even though I begged you many, many times. So fuck you both. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey I will be enjoying it by I myself. I started watching succession. Okay. I can only do so many things at once. <laughs> I, I, and you didn't I finish wanna... that either. You watched Star Trek. I do want to watch Euphoria. It's fun. <laughs> That's true. Life, <laughs> life is short, Steve. You're right. Steve, you said you had one more that you wanted to share. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a movie called Bullet Train. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, that's on my list, too. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So it's directed by David. How do you pronounce his last name? Leitch? Yes, David I think Leitch. so. Uh, so, I mean, it has a great cast. I mean, Brad Pitt, Joey King, Andrew Did Koji. Nobody and, and, and John Wick. Oh, Aaron Taylor-Joy. Uh, Zazie Beetz is in this. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Bad Bunny's in mm-hmm. it. Oh, uh, Atomic Blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he has a huge uh, action pedigree behind him, and it's basically a bunch of... It kind of sounds like uh, Smoking Aces, where it's a bunch of assassins are in one location, and they're either... They're trying to kill a bunch of different people on this one bullet train. All of the assassins are there to assassinate the same people, I thought. Yeah. And so then they get... 
like shenanigans ensue. Yeah. And you said Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah so this, you know, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And, and it really does, like, I mean, that premise just gives me huge Smoke and Aces vibe. And that, that was such a fun movie back in the day. So, you know, a movie that I just thought of when we brought up Smoke and Aces a couple episodes ago, I think. Uh, and it made me think of Lucky Number Slevin. Lucky Number Slevin. How yeah. fucking dope is that movie? And That's I amazing. really want to go back to it. So I have one more that I want to bring up too. Um, so we said before that Jordan Peele, like, just randomly suddenly became like the current best horror maker horror movie maker that in existence not quite true because the best current horror movie maker in existence right now is ari aster and he is a new movie that's probably going to come out this year uh it just finished uh filming at the end of 2021 so there's a good chance it'll come out like this fall he and eggers have been neck and neck so yeah. i imagine it will so it's called disappointment boulevard and i will be anything but i will <laughs> i will that's be my house I will be appointed, <laughs> appointed Boulevard. That's, that's where my mail goes. That's my bedroom. <laughs> I'm just, just kidding, guys. Uh, so it's a comedy horror film, which is going to be interesting. Uh, interesting. He, well, Hereditary uh, was fucking hilarious. <laughs> was it? <laughs> to me. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I fucking loved Hereditary. But stars. Telephone uh, pole punchline. <laughs> uh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Ari Aster with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's going to gonna be, be fucking an wild. event. And I cannot wait for that. An event. Just for funsies, and this is probably going to be terrible, but maybe not. They are making a Borderlands uh, video game, the, the video game yeah, Borderlands, yeah. into a feature film. Did you know this? I did. I did not. I had forgotten, I guess. But it's directed by Eli Roth, but it's written <laughs> Which is wild. by Eli Roth and Craig Mazin. Interesting. The guy who did Chernobyl and is doing The Last of Us. So this might actually be bonkers fun. Um, so which characters are they using? Are they using um, like the original character? Kate Blanchett plays Lilith. Okay, Lilith has been in all of them. Jamie so Lee Curtis funny. plays Tannis. I don't know. Uh, Roland Claptrap. Jack Black is Claptrap. Nice. Um, I really hope it's just Moxie Creek. It literally Atlas. is Jack Black, but he's, he's like wearing a cardboard box facsimile of tr- Claptrap. And it's just like, guys, it's, it's, it's clearly Jack Black in a costume. <laughs> right. Tiny I, Tina, Larry Crom, Marcus Hammerlock, Knox. I'm just Wait, saying. Yeah, Tiny yeah. Tina? I know who all those people are. It's just. It better be the girl who. Ariana Greenblatt. Is that the same person who originally played her? I don't know. Who's on um, Mythic Quest? I don't know. Because the, the one woman in Mythic Quest is the original Tiny Tina. I, and she was I don't perfect. Think so. Burn all the babies. Well, that just makes me sad that it isn't her. They, Wait, Roland is from the first game, I think. So that must be. Kevin Hart plays Roland. Okay. Really? Yeah. What? Okay. I'm down. That's- <laughs> <laughs> well, with the, the creative team behind it, like Eli Roth can miss, but he swings for the fences. Craig Mazin's phenomenal. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good actors and talent attached to this project. So it should be fun. There's a ton of good stuff coming out to the listeners this year. So, you know, we're going to be covering it all. Hope you're excited as well. We didn't mention, I don't think Scorsese's newest film, Killers of the Flower Moon, will oh, yeah. probably come out. Um, of course, the Lord of the Rings show, the Moon Knight show, the Sandman show, Mission Impossible 7, tons of good shit. It should be mostly anticipated films of 2022 with an asterisk and then the the footnote that says, assuming the world doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> assuming the world doesn't end also, all these films don't get pushed back. None of this might come out because of, yeah. Um, like there was, Moonfall's definitely coming out, guys. And uh, that's, in, that's, that's like true. Yeah. month. That is Damn a true it. fucking February <laughs> film, Andy. There, there's a couple, because when I was doing research and like I was looking at other people's lists to kind of, you know, spark my own interest in some things and kind of like, what is coming out next year? And there was a lot of people putting on like Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. And I'm like, 
I don't know if that's actually going to come out this year. I just get the vibe that's going to be pushed back to 2023, 2023. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Some of the stuff we mentioned may not even come out till 2023 either. So don't give us shit. I better get my three right. Anadarmus films. That's all I'm saying. Enza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking cake. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, cake. Thank you, cake. Uh, we love you all. That that ends our, our show this evening. Uh, look forward to our uh, Patreon episode where we watch Clerks. It's going to be wonderful. Why are you the godfather right now? Say, um, I don't know. This, this is the day of my daughter's wedding. I don't, you don't even have the respect to call me godfather. Happy streaming. And they help me turn off motion flow on my TV. Happy streaming. My name is...